0: Welcome to the Blueprint Pros Podcast, a show to educate small business owners on the secrets to growing your business by landing big contracts with the Fortune 500 companies. And now, please welcome your host, the ultimate insider, Randall Dobbins. Welcome everyone. I want to uh, share with you that we have a treat today. We have Ms. Heather Cox with us. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more about how fabulous and wonderful she is, but I want to give you a quick snapshot uh, around my my first impression of Heather. And it started with us working, collaborating on putting together a -a one-of-a-kind amazing program. But what was very clear, because we were coming at it from two different angles, is that Heather knows her stuff. And she is a no nonsense person. She doesn't get into fluff. She doesn't get into puffery. She goes, here's the facts. Here's what you need to know. Do this. Don't do that. And what was cool about it was when you understood what she was telling you, you understood that in this case, because her business is actual certification of diverse business owners for government and private business contracting opportunities. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about what all that means. It was finally a straight shooter, somebody that gave you uh, no nonsense, here's how it works. And on top of it, she has a fantastic backstory and an amazing personality. So Heather, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank
1: you. That was quite an introduction. I love it.
0: (laughs) It's easy when you tell the truth. (laughs) So, Heather, let me start with uh, your company name is uh, Certify My Company. Tell us a little bit about how you even came up with that name.
1: Well, when we were trying to figure out what to name the company almost 12 years ago now, you know, you always try to think of some cool, clever names, but then people go, well, what do you do? Well, like if you don't, you know, you have these cool, clever names and then nobody knows exactly what you're doing. So we wanted a name that was obvious what we were doing, the easy to remember. And so somebody just said, okay, so let's say you name it Certify My Company. Like it was like an op- and we both went, that's such a good idea. I love it because it's exactly what we do. We certify people's companies, right? Or we facilitate diversity certification. And we figured when people were looking for it, they'd be like, how do I certify my company? Right. So that's how the name came
0: about. I love it. I love it. I love it. See, everyone, I did that intentionally. Normally, I'd read the bio first, so you have what's going, you know what's going on. But I wanted you to just get all that energy and <laughs> and all that excitement that that is Heather. So let me actually give you the actual detailed background for, it, and then we're gonna get into the conversation. So I think you've already figured out Heather Cox is a dynamic speaker, business owner, wife, and mother of five. Her personable, highly engaging, and fun style paired with her strategic business acumen make her an ideal choice to educate and entertain entrepreneurs and corporate audiences. As president and co-founder of Certify My Company, she teaches entrepreneurs how to strategically choose and attract clients, make more money, save time and resources, and accelerate their success so they have the freedom to do exactly what they want. She highly values relationships and is a matchmaker at heart, giving her an edge and the know-how to actually boost her customer's bottom line, company culture and team morale. Her uh, clients consistently rave that she simplifies seemingly complex systems and processes that get results quickly. Heather serves on national and regional forums for Women's Business Enterprise Council West, as well as the chair of Disability Disability In, Nevada, and has held leadership roles with Women Presidents Education Organization, Women's Business Enterprise National Council, the Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Nevada, the National Association of Women Business Owners, and the Advisory Board for Super Bowl. Let me see if I can figure that out. Uh, you can. 58. Kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. As okay. well, no. 48. All right. <laughs> Uh, when she's not working, Heather enjoys not re- not relaxing with her husband and five small active children. The former acro gymnast tightrope walker, uh, juggler, motivational spe- speaker, and teacher knows how to balance her hectic life with weightlifting, wine tasting, my hero already, we'll, we'll have to talk Jordan, uh, and baking cookies and cheesecakes. A seasoned traveler and student of the world, Heather earned her BA in Spanish language from the from UT at Austin, and still remembers most of it. I, I don't know if that was the partying on Sixth Street part that she remembers, or what, what, what that's all the she. Part
1: we don't remember, Randall. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right.
0: So, so, so it was either the, the 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 Franklin or Terry Black's barbecue. Got it. Okay, so <laughs> Heather, <laughs> acro gymnast, juggler. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. All right. This sounds but, like that's a phenomenal backstory. Does do
1: that as a kid? That's not like you know. You know what, so when I was, so we moved, I grew up in a little town called Redlands, California, which is in Southern California. Um, It's usually the bathroom stop for people leaving from LA on their way to Big Bear or Palm Springs. Everyone tells me, oh, we used to stop there to use the bathroom.
0: (laughs) Off the 55 or 57, right?
1: Uh, I think so. 30, I don't know, 10, right there off the 10. Anyway, Um, right at the base of the Big Bear Mountain, right? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. when we moved there one year, my parents took us to the show of the great all American youth circus. And my sister and I were like, this is so cool. We were six and four. And we thought it was the coolest thing we'd ever seen. Right. Cause it's a bunch of kids doing the, like trapeze and tightrope and all these really cool acts. So I looked at my dad and I was like, and you have to know, my dad is a very straight laced, he's an engineer. So he was just like, you know, kind of in a box guy. And I'm like, dad, I want to do this. He was like, "What? You want to perform in the circus?" I'm like, "I do." So he signed me, signed me up, and until I was 18, I performed every year. 12 years almost, I performed in this circus, and I did tightrope and unicycle and juggling and all the various acts that you can think of. There were no animals in the circus; it was a little more European style. But you know, most of my friends were out skipping rope or playing soccer, and we're running around in our leotards doing acro gymnastics and. You know, it really was. It really kind of created who I am. Like, I'm not afraid to be on stage because I was on stage all the time, right? I'm not afraid to work with other people and know the value of teamwork because I was the bottom of all the pyramids. And if I don't show up, there's no pyramid, right? My sister was the top of all the pyramids. So,
0: there's that. If there's you know, no foundation, there's no pyramid.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you know, it really taught me a lot of responsibility. If I don't show up, they can't practice. So it was, a, it was a really good um, experience growing up, but it also makes for a very unique conversation starter.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So you you, you leave Redlands, you, you, you get from California to Texas. We, we, we'll just skip all over that part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's how I ended up in Texas, right? Well, first, I went to Spain for a year to study because my parents said, you're not ready for college. You'll just fail out of college. We're gonna send you to Europe by yourself at 18. So, na-
0: so, so, so Barcelona, Madrid, where we're doing And
1: the south of Spain in Sevilla.
0: Okay, like, I did not get there. I I, I got to Barcelona and didn't wanna leave. I'm oh, like, oh my God, amazing, I'm, I'm never right? leaving, <laughs> but, but okay.
1: It was amazing. And then I, so then I, cause I didn't actually get into the University of Texas the first time I applied. So I reapplied oh, and man. then I got in as a Spanish major uh, because my goal at that point was to do international hospitality. I loved traveling. My mom's tra- like a world traveler. She, from the time she was in college till now even. And I just really wanted to do it. So I want to do international hospitality. I loved the hospitality industry. I loved everything about it. So I applied University of Texas because my father who was a, a Longhorn alumni said you have two choices for college in state in California or the University of Texas. <laughs> so that's how that decision was made. <laughs> And then I miraculously got in because they only took 5% out of state that year.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: And so I got in and I had a blast, a blast. Well, um, how could you not? I mean, it's an amazing school. I mean, anytime you go to a big football school, I was a cheerleader in high school. So like anytime you go to that, it's just like, it, it, it like envelops, you You know, it's just such an amazing experience to be part of this huge family. Like Even now, if I meet Longhorns, I'm like, oh, how them <laughs>
0: <laughs> the next wait, 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 hold on, hold on, let, let me, let me see, because uh, I, I actually spent a decent amount of time in Houston, so it, uh, hook them, gig them, I, well, I know huh? I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get some heat from it. Oh, this. <laughs> you can't gig them, you can't gig them,
1: no, gig is an A&M. Yeah. No. For, okay, for no. those
0: of you that are listening to us not in Texas, there's a big rivalry between uh, University of Texas, which is uh, Hook'em Horns, and um, yeah. Texas A&M University, um, which both have in excess of a hundred thousand students. And, enormous.
1: Yeah. And, They're both and, great and, schools. Uh, everything you know. It's yeah. just, but you have to you have to embrace the rivalry. It's just fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> over 50 billion in endowment, and they make tremendous impact globally. They just have two different things. And the uh, the, the statement that I, I won't say again, <laughs> was for the other school.
1: The other one, the other <laughs> school, the other school,
0: right. Oh, um, so tell us, how did you uh, get into the certification business?
1: So when I came back, so then what happened is like, 9, 11, 9, 11 kind of took the wind out of my international hospitality sales back to California. I go, I'm trying to figure out again. Now I'm like, so I was working in sales and operation and recruiting. And, um, I was kind of lost, I was lost again. So I off to Israel. I went to find myself and the jury might still be out if I found myself, but what I did find is a husband. So when I got married over there, um, and we moved back to the U.S., I was pregnant with my first baby. And I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do with work because I knew I had to work, but corporate America is not so mommy friendly. What do you do? So I just started interviewing women. You know, I'm very shy. So I really had to get out of my shell. And I just kept asking like entrepreneurs. I asked executives. I asked part-time people like, tell me your experiences. And the entrepreneurs, the business owners, their passion really resonated with me. They just like there's sparkles everywhere, right? They talk. It was just like, everything was so exciting. So I'm like, tell me more, tell me more. Not that I ever had any interest in being an entrepreneur or a business owner. So somewhere in our, I was just trying to figure out like how I could get into that world, right? But somewhere in our conversations, they would say, oh, and my corporate client wants me to get this certification and I can't get the application done. And now I'm thinking you run a $20 million business. You run a two, you know, a 2 million or a $500,000 business. How could you not get something done? Like I didn't understand how somebody so capable, so smart and resourceful couldn't get something done. So I went home, I did a little research, and it turns out the certification process, as you well know, is very detail oriented. What something's called in Texas is not what it's called in California, is not what it's called in New Jersey. And now you're frustrated because you can't find these documents because you haven't looked at them since the day you started the business, if ever. And your client calls, which is much more instant gratification. And so that. Application now goes to the to do list, and six months, three years, six years later, you're still not certified. So I said, I could do that for you. No problem. I had no idea. No idea what I was getting myself into at all.
0: We'll figure it out. But 12 <laughs> years later, here we are, the
1: experts of diversity certification.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. That is an amazing story. Thanks for sharing it with us. I, I, yep. I appreciate that. Uh, so you've been doing this for over 12 years now. Know, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit. Uh, I, I want to cover a couple of different areas with you. Um, you had mentioned in your experience you were working with folks that um, were requiring you to get certification, and um, you, you kind of sense that you, you know whether you could get the contract with them or not without it. You you said it made sense for for you to do that and. You got into it, and you you understood that. So, from the perspective of someone that um, that that knows that they need to do this, um, what would you share with them uh, to help them overcome overcome any concerns or fears about the, the the process itself?
1: Well, the process can be outsourced. So, unless your time, unless you have more time than anything else, I, I definitely re- always recommend outsourcing it. But, you know, sometimes what happens is that a corporation will say to their supplier, and I'm sure you've heard this, you know, it, it's really, impo- we've identified you as a woman-owned business or as a minority-owned business or as LGBT-owned business, we'd really like you to get certified, okay? And then the supplier says, oh, it's so much work, I just don't want to. So what is that, you know, like the whole thing, like with the, with the marriage, like, this is what I said, but this is what I heard, okay. So when a corporation says, I'd like you to do this, the supplier says, I don't really want to, the corporation hears, you are not a priority to me, to me. My relationship with you is not important to you. I'm merely a transaction. So, get over yourself is what I would say because it's not about it's nice tab. They're not checking a box. Study after study shows that corporations with a robust diversity program do better. They make more money. They have better shareholder returns. So the reason they're doing it because they're a for-profit business, right? But it also supports the communities that they serve. Now, you as a business owner. You also get to support those communities by getting certified because every company that gets certified elevates every other diverse company out there, right?
0: So oh, that's sure. why
1: it's so important that they, everybody who can get certified does because we can't measure what we can't count. So if the corporations are gonna say, this is how it impacts my business, they better damn well know who they're actually talking about. You need to know who is diverse. And the only way to truly know that is through certification.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. See, everyone, I told you, it, it, Heather look, puts it out there, gets to the quick, no fluff. <laughs> she, she could have gone on with that for another five or 10 minutes. She says, I told you what you need to know. If you want to go back and rewind right. <laughs> everything you need to know about this, I just told you. <laughs> That's it. We're good. We're out. <laughs> I, I, I do want to zero in on uh, the second piece and you answered it, but I, I, I want to make sure we give it uh, uh, enough treatment, which is for the people out there that uh, say, I don't wanna get certified. I don't wanna be known because I'm um, X, X, Y, Z. Um, what, what's, uh, what's your experience with, with dealing with them and any suggestions you have for... For that mindset? Well, I get
1: that a lot actually. Um, I don't wanna get business just because I'm a black owned business or a woman owned business or whatever. So what I say to them is, good, because you never will. <laughs> you will never get, I don't care how many certifications you have. If you-
0: Great, we're in alignment.
1: <laughs> if you think at what you do and or you're way more expensive, you're not getting the gig, okay? Here is what certification does for you. Okay, have you ever been to the Winchester Mansion in Northern California?
0: N- no, no, I went to the- the One of the other mansions. Okay, so- w- What was the Hearst? first castle
1: right so i like that one so certification is a side door okay this is what supplier diversity does for you you're knocking on the door hey potential client i want to do business with you hey potential client i want to do business with you and they're like looking at the people we don't want any and they close the door and you're knocking forever and they just will not let you in certification that supplier diversity world is your side door right and you go in that door and they're like hey welcome here now you're there, you got to sell like any other sale you will ever do in your life. And you better be good at it. Okay. Then, when it's you and someone else in those final stages of that con, of like the potential bid, and they're like, procurement oh. people are like, they're both so good. How are we ever going to choose? Oh, this company is also certified. Now it's going to do you that. That's what certification does for you. It is not a magic wand, it is not certify it. They will come to you. You have to work it. It is an. En- I call them the bookends. It's an entrance point, and it's going to tip the scales in your favor if they like what you do and they can't decide between these two parties. Okay, so never fear. You're never going to get a contract because you're a woman-owned business. But I will tell you, I think it is very generational. The generation kind of before me that I get that more from that generation than from like my generation and below for whatever reason. And I don't know if it's just because you know the generation probably had to fight the good fight, and I. Cannot tell you how much I appreciate that generation for having to do that for us. Cause now I don't have to. Right. But that tends to be kind of when I hear it more. So again, I'll reiterate what I said earlier, anyone who's thinking that like, but they often those same, that same generation who doesn't want to get business just because they're a woman-owned business wants to see the next generation of women-owned businesses succeed. And by your company getting certified, you are going to help them.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, you, you know, you're echoing my typical response um, in, in in my training, which is, um, certification will not get you business. No, C- kind of like you said, I said. But the reason you do it is, all things being equal, if they've got two companies side by side, is one heck of a tiebreaker. A <laughs> hundred uh, percent. A hundred percent. Hey, and, and, and I said, look, if 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 that's my tiebreaker. By darn, I'm gonna use it I, as frequently sorry, as I sure. can.
1: Right now, with state certifications, right, state certifications do have some state requirements, right? So we well, do was, have some cor- Right, we do have some corporate clients that will utilize us specifically for state requirements. But the private sector, the ones that you and I love the most, that one is no requirements, right? That's just like you better be good at what you do, and that tiebreaker is gonna tip it in your in your favor.
0: And I, I wanted to lead into see see your, 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 your great lead in. See, I, I don't even need to do this interview. It's like, I leave you alone. You're going to cover everything. It's like, okay, <laughs> that, that, that question is off the table. So, but let, let, me, let, let me tee this one up a little bit more. Uh, and, and thank you for, for getting there. Um, uh, because I think, you know, we talked about uh, entrepreneurship and small businesses and so forth and so on. You had mentioned that earlier. And um, in, in our in our prior conversation, I was sharing with you that you know, call it me being uh, overly precise. It may be a distinction without a difference, whatever. But uh, for the work that I do, I really differentiate between entrepreneurs and um, small business owners, and the distinction in my mind being that. You know, typically when I'm thinking of entrepreneurs, I'm thinking in general, not specifically. So for all of you that are like, Randall, you just can't typecast like that for conversation purposes. Yeah. Uh, I typically think of entrepreneurs that have uh, phenomenal ideas. Uh, they're still getting proof of concept. They may see it through to a certain point before they'll turn it over to someone. They may go out for angel investing and a whole host of things and, and go from there. Whereas small business, especially in, in this country, it's it's typically someone that's really and truly gotten to that next step. I see a transition from entrepreneurship to small business, where you may have brick and mortar, you may have staff, you have um, a going concern. You're well beyond proof of concept. You 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 know exactly what's going to happen, and so forth and so yep. on. And I make that distinction because um, in the in in my world, in the Fortune 500 world, um. You, 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 you probably aren't going to do business through corporate supply chain as an entrepreneur, because they would probably wait for you to get everything settled and, and baked and whatnot. You might be able to go to the CEO with something that is unique and they may want to co-invest in, but that's a different sell.
1: Right. Right.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, but I wanted to talk with you about this because uh you you had mentioned uh non non-private you had talked about federal and state and government and local and institutional um, institutions like higher ed and so forth and so on. Yep. So 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 walk us through uh, what what certification might mean if you were going after the public sector, the private sector or both.
1: Yeah. That is always that is always one of the first things we do with any potential client is d- discuss with them and figure out and strategize the best certification or certifications for them and their business because you, know, you can spend your whole life and your whole bank account getting certified. It's not the path I usually recommend for people. Like a little more strategic than that. But you know the Fortune 100, the private sector, as we call them, has this is some different goals than the public sector. So public sector, is like your state organizations, right? Your the state of New York, the state of Illinois, the state of whoever is buying. Now, each state has their own rules. So you can't even be like, oh, this is will work for these states. No, it, every state has their own rules. So Nevada, which is where I sit, doesn't even have a state certification. They just created this new local business entity one, but they don't actually check a lot of information. But the Department of Transportation has their DBE, their Disadvantaged Business Enterprise certification, but it's very construction heavy, okay? So it's not really a place for someone like myself to do a whole lot of business with that, because they really wanna do like heavy highway construction and those type of businesses. Then there is like the state of Illinois who every single corporation there has to submit a certain amount and has to report a certain amount of diversity spend through through this specific certification called the BEP certification, which is in Illinois. So that's that state. So you might be doing business with a large company um, and you have your WeBank, which is your Women's Business Enterprise National Council, which is the gold standard of private sector women-owned certification. And you're chugging along fine, but then they want you for a project in the state of Illinois. So now you might have to get that state of Illinois certification in order to support your client, right? In order to demonstrate to your client that they are valuable to you, and you show them that they're value, but you are valuable to them as well because you took it upon yourself to do this, right? I have one corporate one. Um, client who just we just did 10 state certifications for her because one of her large corporate clients said we'd love to use you in these other states can you get certified she's like i sure can so she picked up the phone and said heather make it happen <laughs> so we went and did that all those certifications like right now i'm actually getting certified my company's certified in the state of illinois for a corporate contract that we have so yeah you have to determine which certification is going to be best for you if you're doing only fortune 1000 you probably can get away with one of the big five, as we call them, right? WeBank, NMSDC, NGLCC, and VBDC, or Disability N. However, if one of those corporate clients has a state contract, you might need to also get a state certification. So again, it's going to depend, do you qualify for DBE? Because they have personal net worth restrictions on top of size standards of your business. There's a lot of details that go into it. So again, Speak to somebody who knows the difference in all these certifications, so that you are picking the right certification for you. Because you don't want to be three years in and say like I've got no return on my investment, only to find out it's because you got the wrong certification.
0: Well, and you never used it. Hey, right. I, I want to yeah,
1: or that one did. Yeah.
0: I, I want to zero in on something you said because I, I I really want to make sure that our listeners key in on this. Um, you said that you can get one of the. Oh, I'm paraphrasing. These weren't your yeah, yeah. words. You could get certified with one of the Fortune 1000, but um, they may bid on a project in another state. Yes. And um, that that state or that government entity entity or that client is uh, looking at the, the level of um, diverse spend that is going to flow through them. therefore, right they, they then um, uh, and you then mentioned that it, it it might be valuable for you as the supplier to go ahead and not just rely on the the certification that got you into the company, but then do the additional state certification. Yep. So so walk us through why that might be valuable and why that might make you as a supplier even more attractive to uh, one of the, one of the, for, for your ultimate Fortune 1000 client.
1: I mean, if you know, like, you know, I cannot stress how important relationships are in the supplier diversity world, right? The supplier diversity managers are often a one person or two person team. They don't have a ton of bandwidth. And if you are saying to them, like, you are important to me. So please let me know how I can help you you know, inevitably to help me so if you have constant conversations with them and you say you know hey how are things going in contracts you know i'm happy to get state certification should you want them right let them know because that makes you again more valuable because you know in the state of illinois so for example like caesars entertainment they have properties in illinois and indiana that require and the state says to them you need to submit your diversity spend for these state certifications so if you can say this, these are like, look, I'm already there, or, you know, I'm happy to do this for you. I really, you know, I really value our partnership. Then that just makes you a more valuable partner to them and not a transaction.
0: I love it. I love it. I, 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 I want to drill down on this. Just, just one, one more question. and And we're going to, Move, move on. we got a couple more questions before we bring this plane home and thank you so much for being so generous with your time. I do appreciate you. Um, and, and I think uh, our listeners are, are getting a lot out of this. you, you know you, everyone please type in, comment, let us know. but uh, let, me, let me give you a couple of examples because I really want to crystallize the point you just made because I think there may be a couple of different angles you may, you may want to take this. So Apple Computer announced a billion dollar plant in the state of Texas. Tesla right. uh, has announced that they are building, they are relocating one of their car plants to Texas and that's gonna be a multi-billion project as well. Right. Uh, Amazon just announced that they're gonna have one of their space ports in Texas, all right? So if-
1: And Toyota did this a few years ago, right? Toyota moved from LA to and, Texas a few years ago, Yeah, right? Yeah,
0: in, in the San Antonio area. So, if you were, uh, you, you know, uh, walk me through, you know, precisely what you said. Where, if you, you know, a you didn't weren't currently working with any of those three companies, or, or b, um, you you were, but you wanted to show them that you were willing to support them. Um, you know, what precisely would would you be doing right now to position yourself to either get in or? to uh to uh, support those companies regardless to where in in the u.s you might be your company might be right now
1: well first i would determine if any of those companies actually have
0: a supplier diversity program so that's they, they, not what all do they okay. all do but yeah <laughs> great point great point that is and you typically can go to the website and find out but that right. is a great point
1: <laughs> right and then i would say you know I have to figure out how you're going to get in there right but if you know, and they determine which certification in the state, you know, that they're gonna be looking for. Some of them look, all these companies have great lobbyists. So perfect example is one of those companies you mentioned happened to have a place in Nevada. And they said, hey, company, we'd really like you to um, you know, support a certain amount of small and local businesses. And they said nope. And Nevada said, okay, okay. So not exactly a strong position for Nevada to take. I feel like Texas is a little stronger in their positions there and they have their own state certification. Maybe they need the, the Texas hub, which is not to be confused with the federal government's hub certification, but they have, you know, the Texas hub, they have um, different Trent, the NTRCA, all these different certification acronyms.
0: So we you have, have three WeBank affiliates and two NMSDC affiliates.
1: So, <laughs> I would say, but the state ones, right? So you have to determine, maybe you're already certified through the WeBank, in houston right so wea houston so do they have reciprocity with that do you want to determine all those components of it but the most important thing is what is the company going to want they're the ones who are going to dictate which certifications you're going to need maybe they're like we just told them we do wbe but we are not getting that specific but it could be that they have this reporting like we just talked about indiana and illinois right that they have to do specific certifications they have to submit So you need to make, that's why relationships are so important. So if you know that Amazon person or the Tesla person, or you can get in touch with them and say, I'd love to do business with you. This is how amazing we are. These are all the things we could do for you. By the way, we're a certified women-owned business, and I'm happy to get certified with whatever certification you need from us. What does that look like for you? I love it. It's just a conversation to have with them.
0: I love it. Well, and like you said, that allows them to... um report up corporately and that allows them to report back to the state of Texas, Right. Uh, the impact that they were able to, to make in the actual local community, which brings us back to the conversation at the very beginning where you pointed out that the business case for uh, corporations to do business with diverse business owners is it's great for their bottom line. It's great for their shareholders, but it's great for the communities that yes. in which they operate because that diverse spend do- dollar turns over multiple times in that local community, which yes. is why the politicians love it. And it's it's and it just extends. It extends right. to my hairdresser and it extends for <laughs> to- well, guys
1: that have been in now. Oh
0: wait, wait, hold on. I got a okay, little
1: that. I do I do want to make two points though. First of all, you will notice that I didn't start out saying I'm a certified business. I said This is what we do. This is why we're awesome. This is how we can serve you. And by the way, right, I'm sure that's the point you make all the time in your training as well. But I wanted to make sure that we we touch on that. I did not start with I'm a certified diverse business and I have good customer service. Those are given. Okay. My other components. That's right. Right.
0: So so I got a couple of more questions for you before we wrap up. Um, you 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 talked about the big five, but but I know for from having worked with you, um, I, I'm going to say this, and people are going to have to bear with me because this. On, on the one hand, you have to understand how these things work so that you can get into the game, but you're not gaming the system, all right? Okay. And 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 so, um, you had mentioned the big five. And there's just a whole host of certifications. Oh, plethora. Yeah. So, 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 when when someone comes to you, how do you help them to really and truly work through the certification menu? Because sometimes yes. it can feel like it's the cheesecake factory. Oh, but there's
1: like 14 pages of yeah. And you're like yeah. they look like salads. I don't know which one do I want? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but but if you know what you're doing and you know who's hot and who's active and um, you you had mentioned that um, you know one of the Cadillacs in the industry was the Women's Business uh, Enterprise Networking Council, the national organization national we yep. bank. and I concur that uh, when you, th- that that organization is serious about making their members successful, I yes. I've just not seen anything like that. Now the others, some others are catching up and getting in the same place. So I mean, it's great to get the support from the um, certifying body because they, they give you more than a certification. But how would you um, counsel someone about the various different uh, ones that Options. are available to them and, and and helping them to kind of figure out if they need more than one, how to, how to even approach that? And prioritize,
1: right? So yeah. it really depends on who your target client is. If you're saying to me, the Fortune 100 is my target client, well, I'm immediately going to go to that big five. And, you know, Disability Inn is probably one of the most under certification entities. I happen to have just won Supplier of the Year by them yesterday. So
0: congratulations. they definitely
1: my favorite right
0: now. Right?
1: But, I, def- <laughs> anyway, I love that organization. I think they're phenomenal. They are changing the landscape of diversity organizations. I think they're amazing. Um, and that's one of the most underknown certifications out there because they're the newest. So it really depends on how we consult and how we strategize is who is your target client? Both currently and your dreams. And then I say, what are your hopes and dreams with your certification? It sounds silly, but if you say it's just to make this one supplier, this one client happy, well, that's a very different path than if you say, oh, I want to scale my business and I really hope it, you know, I'd love to figure out ways that I can get in front of more people. Well, that's a very different answer than oh, this one client wants me to do it. Okay. The one client wants me to do it. Okay. Well, it might get you Webank, but it might just get you state of. New Jersey, because there's no fee associated with it. And you just need that one certification and it's all you're going to get from it is that paper. Okay. Whereas with WeBank and NMSDC and disability in, and NGLCC um, you get pitch competition, you get mentorship opportunities, you get um, executive learning opportunities like Tuck and Kellogg and UCLA and all those other opportunities that come along with it. You get, Mentor protege with other certified diverse businesses, or you can get the corporations. You get the, obviously the business development, the networking, but you don't get any of that with the state certifications, right? One of my favorite things I got out of my disability in certification was my t- mentorship with my to- with Toyota. They paired me up with this with the executive, and it was the ce the CIO of Toyota North America. I mean, her perspective. I sell the Fortune 100 company, so her perspective from the current C suite of a Fortune 100 is invaluable. To somebody like me she like i said to her i'm like holly people tell me i'm a genius but not, they're not gonna hire me so what am i missing where's the gap and so we went through all that verbiage and what i'm talking about with them i would have never known i had to use specific language or plugins whatever because she sits there that's her world like you couldn't pay enough for a consultant to give you that right
0: so true you're, you're so not going to
1: get that from a state certification so if you say to me I just want to make this one client happy. It's a different answer than I want to scale my business. And I'm hoping certification is one of the of the ways I can do that.
0: I, I love it. I love it. What what everyone, what you, I, I Heather was, was, was very clear about it, but I'm going to restate it <laughs> just, just so we, we, you, 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 you hear this twice in the conversation.
1: But maybe what, you need the male voice, the female voice. Everyone has GPS differences, right?
0: <laughs> I, what, 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 what I hope you heard was she said, just getting the certification is not enough that once you understand who these certification organizations are they can bring so much more to your business in terms of business development in terms of uh, executive education in terms of mentor protege and additional opportunities for you to uh, rub elbows and shoulders with the decision makers you can get them in uh, a non-selling capacity, but to for them to know who you are, understand what you do, help you to clarify your language to make sure that your business is more successful in that target market and potentially at some point later actually do business with you. You can't get this networking, this access, no. this exposure, this investment any place else. You can go it alone, you can go it by yourself all you want to, but you're taking the most expensive, and the longest road to get there.
1: Right,
0: right, right. <laughs> so, all right. So, let me see. One, one last question before we, we wrap up, Heather. We have a number of, and, and I appreciate you. You're, you're dropping gems. You're dropping wisdom. You you do everything that I knew you were going to do, and then some. But that that's that's just the amazing okay, got it. Cox, So So, um, for some of our international listeners. What uh, what recommendations and suggestions would you have? And it, it's up to you how you want to take that. We may want to start with North America or we may just want to start globally if it makes sense to even partition the conversation that way. So what- Well, what there are, would you, you know,
1: there's the domestic organizations, which are the big five we talked about in the state and all those different certifications. Now, internationally, there is really only three, is about to be four, right? So there's not a veteran one because we're talking about the U.S. Army, right? But there is We Connect International, which covers a variety, and you have to look on the WeConnect.org website because only some countries have um, a certification application there. And then the Minority Council also has the you know the CAMC in Canada, and they have it in in the UK, and they have it in Africa. You could just check on theirs. Uh, a lot of times in it's Australia. about Aborigine, like in um, Australia, so the Aboriginal um, tribes—that's who they're looking for. Um, NGLCC does like I know Canada has an NGLCC version of. Of that certification as well, which is the GAME GLCC
0: stands for
1: the GAME Lesbian Chamber of Commerce. So they have their own LGBT certification in other countries. You just have to, again, you have to go to their website nglcc.org and look for the um, international affiliates. And then Disability In also has some international affiliates. And that's the certification that certifies for um, people with disabilities. Um, And it's, it's, Defined by what the ADA says as a disability, it's not just can you not see, here and walk. It's everything you know, anything that interrupts your daily functions. Otherwise, now as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we're like nothing gets in our way. We got nothing, but we have the beauty of medicine. We have the beauty of medication and and uh, machinery that can help us. So, sleep apnea is a perfect example. If you know anyone with severe sleep apnea, if they don't have that CPAP machine, they are non functioning the next day. That they don't get the so oxygen. True. They don't get the sleep that. And so you can't run a business without your CPAP machine, right? Because you can't show up to business meetings drunk because that's basically what it feels like when you don't, or you have diabetes or whatever. You have to know, look at what the ADA says as an actual disability, ADHD, um, bipolar disorder, any of these that require an outside force to enable you to continue your functions as a business owner. Okay. Wow. That is really what you're looking at. So yes, those four all have international options. Um, and so some of these worldwide organizations are definitely looking for those suppliers in those other countries that are certified. So it's it's worth it. If you're an international supplier and you have some of these big companies as clients, I would definitely look into it. You know, Johnson Johnson's all over the world.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, like you said, uh, the, the pandemic just really brought about a whole host of opportunities in the supply chain for global corporations because they their supply chains are being disrupted. And it's a great yes. opportunity for them to take advantage of DNI diversity and inclusion and supplier diversity options, which they probably didn't even evaluate previously. So oh, for
1: sure. That's been my big flag this whole year. Is if 2020 did anything positive, the one thing it did is it put the spotlight on the fact of how important small, local, and diverse businesses are to our economy. When they failed, our economy fell apart, right? When they had to close their doors. If there's anything, any glimmer, sparkle, sparkler from 2020, it's that, that people now realize the true power of diversity in the supply chain. And they're finally waking up to it.
0: Wow. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Heather, this has just been amazing. This is fantastic. I think... My my general takeaway from this is, um, and I think I probably thought about it, I just never used these words, but anyone listening to you, should, I, I would recommend that their takeaway should be how to use certification as your secret weapon. I love that one.
1: How to use it as your secret weapon. It's about the relationship. <laughs> Honestly, like someone just asked me this morning, they were interviewing me and they said, You know, other people say they do what you do. How can your company has been so successful? And I said, it really, I mean, we're the best. That's one thing. But it also comes down to the fact that relationships really, I value them, right? So like, if I can't, I have a lot of corporate contacts that they're never gonna hire me or they're not gonna hire me anytime soon. I still value them as human beings. Like reach out to them and check on them, especially this last year. Like, how are you? How are you guys holding up, right? What's going on? So that relationship is really the secret weapon, okay? And you can get to those relationships through your certification. How else are you gonna walk up? Like, I remember the first time I met Monette from CVS, we had like the funniest conversation about doctors and whatever. I would have never been able to meet her if I didn't have that that WeBank certification because that's where I met her. But that wasn't, and so that got me there. So now I'm in the room with her and now we have this great relationship because we've talked as people, as human beings, as women, as mothers, as all the other things we have in common but I couldn't have gotten there without my certification, right? And then you have to know, like, do you use it on the local? Do you use it on the national? You have to be strategic. I always say that certification is like, is my, the gym is always my favorite analogy, right? So people don't wake up one day going, I, you know, I'm gonna go to the gym today. That just sounds like fun. No, it's usually because your pants are tight, your cholesterol is high, you gain some weight, whatever it is. So then you go to the gym and a month or two later, you're like, I actually kind of feel better. But at a certain point, you actually plateau, right? Because you're like, maybe I should just do what that dude's doing. He looks pretty ripped. Like I'll just do what he's doing. But he's been working out for five years, right? You can't lift that weight or that's not your goal is to look like that. Maybe you're not looking to be all shoulders and triceps, right? Maybe you want to like, diversify a little bit more in what you do. So you need to have that personal trainer shows you what to eat, what to work out, how much cardio to do. So you have to have a strategy. You have to know what you're doing. You have to show up and do it. So you can't just like throw, get in the wall and hope it sticks for your certification. You have to have a strategy. So you have to work with someone like you or like diversity masterminds, right? That knows these strategies that will help you get to your goals based on what you want to do with your certification. Maybe you never want to sell to a Fortune 1000 company ever. Well, there are plenty of certified diverse businesses. We all buy stuff. So use your certification to get to them.
0: I, I love that. Uh, and, and for everyone that didn't pick up on that, what Heather is sharing with us is that for those of us that, that own um, diverse, diverse owned businesses, we want to make sure we're supporting the community, just like we're asking people yes. to support us. And uh, one of the things that, um, in some cases, contractually, we are required to report our spend yep. with diverse-owned businesses. Absolutely. But one of the easiest things for us to do is for people that say, "Hey, look, I have my certification." Certification when they self-identify, y- you know, all things being equal, if I get to go to you versus Staples, d- this is really not uh, a absolutely not a conversation. No. It's not an anti-Staples issue. No. It's like, why wouldn't I go to another small business owner? Uh, all things being equal. And oh, by the way, I'm actually making that do- dollar go further in the diverse community. Yes. All right. Yes. So, y- you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually walking the talk in that case. So Heather, this has been amazing. I want to thank you. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, if you don't mind, can you share with people um, how to get in touch with you for more information and and everyone what i really want you to hear was heather gave you some amazing information on how you can use your certification what it can mean the different applications for you and whatnot but i want to make sure you heard the most important thing is that she can take the stress out of getting the certification done for you that that's where we that's where we started and that's where I want to land this plane. If you want someone that takes the stress because you are busy running your business, you are bu- busy growing yourselves, you're busy dealing with the operational issues, you're busy bringing on people. If there's a go-to place for you to 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 not have to worry about all of the X's and O's, Heather's it. She tells you what she needs, and she runs off, does what needs to get done, and she can get you going. So, Heather, tell, tell everyone how to how to get in touch with you.
1: Yeah, so reach out to us at CertifyMyCompany.com. You can also go on Instagram, Twitter. We're at CertifyMyCo across all the platforms. Um, and, of course, if you mention Randall's name, you will get a 10% discount off any of our services. So make sure you let us know that you heard it on Randall's podcast, Randall's interview platforms. Um, but yeah, l- help, you know, our, our number one goal is to get people certified because again, we need to know the impact of diverse businesses. So we need to know who is diverse. So please reach out to us. We wanna strategize with you. We wanna consult with you. We wanna make use to help you get successful using that platform, using that certification um, pathway.
0: Heather, oh gosh, we, 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 we could probably go for another hour, but we're not. Oh, for sure, right, <laughs> easy. <God. laughs> Thank you so much. There was a lot in here. Everyone, feel free to um, uh, rewind, replay, share. Most importantly, reach out to Heather. Um, You can get the 10% discount by mentioning Randall, but more than anything, reach out to her. Let her help you take advantage of the amazing opportunity that certification does to build your network, to advance the cause of your company, to more importantly do what Heather and I both want for you is to uh, make the impact that we know you went into business to make yes. and build that legacy business that uh, is known for the difference that you made. It, it, it's, it's not what you did, it's what you leave behind. And we have an amazing opportunity to leave something behind for our community, for our loved ones, for a whole host of people doing this. And I don't say that as hubris. I say that because some of the best relationships uh, in in business have been generational because everyone knew how to deliver the value. They've gone through CEO after CEO, owner after owner, this, that, and the other and whatnot. But the business are still standing because people were serious about the impact they wanted to make. So Thank you so much, Heather. I'm glad you were here. I appreciate you. And uh, we will talk again soon. Take care. Perfect. Thank you. You have been listening to the Blueprint Pros Podcast with Randall Dobbins, the ultimate corporate contracts insider. For more information on our training and programs, please visit training.businesspartnerblueprint.com. And please, if you like this show, subscribe now to this channel to be notified of new episodes and of course please tell your friends and colleagues about us we look forward to sharing more with you on our next episode thank you for joining us today goodbye for now